Welcome to the Roots Report. My name is Patrick. I'm Major. And I'm Tim. What are we going to talk about today, Patrick? Well, I thought we'd go over some of our old call-outs, you know, stocks, metals, etc. from previous episodes. Sure. We're talking about uh, rip it or dip it, aka it or dip it. run or done. Or swell or sell. Oh, aka swell or sell, let's go. Oh, You're going to come up with your own. Yep. Send it to us. Uh, I'd also like to talk about OCGN and companies that like to pump their fluff. Also, if you were here, uh, <clears throat> you saw this week, $2.5 trillion debt ceiling increase. Raise like, the roof, literally. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Seriously, wow. 2.5 trillion times. Let's go. Also, Evergrande bankrupted and or defaulted. The the uh, stocks really barely sneezed. I mean, it seems like yeah. Uh, so, the stock sneezed. The markets barely sneezed. I can't wait to talk about that. That's a that's a peculiar one for sure. Hmm. Uh, and also, if you saw at the end of <clears throat> actually today's, which was the fourteenth uh, market, crypto had a glitch. For some people, it was showing that they were trillionaires for a short period of time. Oh, what is that? How you become yeah. a millionaire through a glitch? Trillionaire. No, no. no. And, Trillionaire. Uh, yeah, I think so. You become a glitch millionaire in the, in the market by yeah. The easiest way to make a million dollars in the market is to. Start I didn't hear about that. Hmm. Yeah. Was it? That's what Major is trying to do, but he hasn't figured out how to start yet. <laughs> uh, I, I'm just so heavy in squid coin right point. now, and squid I thought coin? I was going to become a trillionaire, <laughs> yeah. but I couldn't sell. <laughs> You're buying the dip, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I just have to average down, guys. <laughs> averaging down. It's at basically zero. You can buy nearly infinite right now for like nothing. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's laughing at Squidcoin, but all the Litecoin holders are crying inside. <laughs> yeah. So, Major, I know you had so. an interesting take on uh, companies that pump their fluff. You know, they come out with... You say pump their fluff. I do not like your negative propaganda and your uh, <laughs> idiomatic word choice, sir. Your your um, verbiage <laughs> is obtuse. Can I be any more pretentious than that? <laughs> no, no. What I like are CEOs. What I like are companies, right? PR departments and companies that pump their shit, a.k.a. talk to their investors, right? Yeah. That's what a company should do. A company should relate information to their investors. And you'll see some slack-ass companies where you go to their investor relations or their PR page, their press release page, right? Sometimes called news. And and you'll scroll through all, all of their recent posts. And it's just ERs, right? It's uh, company XYZ posted Q3 results. And the one right before it is company XYZ uh, announces future posting of q3 results right and then you just get like a that on repeat for q2 and q1 i hate it right it's, it's not i want a company i love love to trade love to invest in a company that regularly communicates to their shareholders right hmm. you can call it pumping you can call it fluffing you can call it communicating i don't care i call it price action uh, and, you know, as long as the <laughs> communication is good, I am a huge fan of it, right? Uh, OCGN, Occugen, great, great example of it. Um, anytime they get like a development, a positive development, uh, they will not stop tweeting about it, right? <laughs> Which is a great telltale sign for when they don't have anything positive to say, like for an expected catalyst, because it is crickets, hmm. dead silent. So paying attention to social media of, a hundred percent. If yeah. you're putting real money in, right? The the 
well, I don't know, number one, number two, number zero, I don't, whatever you call it. The, the rule of investing uh, that you don't um, risk more than you can afford to lose. If you're breaking that rule, if you have an overweight position in a company in your portfolio, you need to be, uh, one, sign up for their email alerts through their subscription Mm-hmm. Right. And you need to go on their investor relations page and put your email in, do the whole verification. Right. So you get an email as soon as they put out a PR or an SEC filing. Yeah. Uh, you need to be following them on Twitter, Facebook, if they're at, if they're social or if they're active on there. Right. Mm-hmm. Any of their social media. Right. If they're really big on Instagram, follow them. If they're not, then don't follow them. Right. But definitely follow their Twitter because um, it's so important. Well, I think the difference between like fluff or not fluff or pumping and not pumping is with like OCGN, they do it a lot and it's about sometimes not real news. Kind of like uh, how they did recently with, they were, they talked about releasing information and then they had the announcement and it was that uh, <clears throat> they're going to offer extended warranties for their car. Was that OCGN, oh, that that was an OCGN. That was uh that was another one I was complaining about beforehand. Though. The fluff part comes from like the importance of the news, and I think it's an important distinction that like are they pumping and fluffing, or is this like a company with a lot of news and they're just making yeah, and their, that's that's a great uh, point, right? Like oh, so shareholders informed. Oh, I was talking about an OTC company, um, which I won't utter the ticker because it's OTC. It'll literally like burn my mouth if I say it out loud. Uh, not OCGN, but I know exactly what you're talking about, right? Uh, so uh, back in October, they had announced that they were going to release and uh, switch over to EV and and create an electric vehicle. Uh, and then today, they announced that they were going to offer an extended warranty on the vehicle, right? Like the price action was 1%. So like someone in the Discord asked me, it was like, hey, like, why aren't we seeing more? Like, this is EV. EV should be blowing up, right? Like, if, if a company sneezes EV in a PR, mm-hmm. boom, price goes up at least 5 to 10%. Yeah. Right? Just the, mar- just the market we're in right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this OTC stock didn't. And my first assumption was, because it's OTC, so it's got less eyes on it, right? Less institutional buying. Right. Yeah. But that probably. wasn't the case, right? It, it turns out that... So you got to dig a little bit deeper, right? Uh, the company announced the EV, the switch to EV back in October. What the company was announcing today, if you read past the headlines, was that they were announcing an extended warranty option on their future EV. And it's kind of like, you know, GTFO, oh. like, get the fuck out of here. Like, right. yeah, yeah. I, I don't know how many people have bought a car, but if you bought a car from a dealership, the extended warranty is always offered. I know every one of you guys listening right now has a cell phone and... At least once a day, you guys get a call for, uh, for an extended warranty on a used car that you do or do not own, right? So, like, the extended warranty market is very prevalent. So, like, the fact this company released a whole PR talking about how they're now offering extended warranties, like, the price action didn't move because, like, that's so obvious. Like, this should have been quote-unquote priced in. But I do love good management that over-communicates positive things to their shareholders. Well, that's how you know when the uh, CEO is probably more likely majored in marketing or something like that. Right, or has a a stock-based employee compensation plan. (laughs) And then which I'm all, I'm all for, the, right? Yep. Peak. Like, I mean, Enron sucks, but you know, I'm sure a ton of people made a ton of money in Enron before uh, all the the negative <laughs> news came out. 
Wait a second. Do they do anything? <laughs> no, they actually did a ton. Um, if you uh, maybe we'll like maybe we I'll, should do I'll an Enron episode. I was gonna maybe I'll do an Enron episode. So like as like we could do the uh, Enron episode after this one for where we look back on uh, the Lehman Brothers and how Evergrande imploded today. I mean, like they defaulted oh. officially. Talk about a grande of a transition. Yeah, so last time, uh, or a couple times ago, we talked about how Evergrande's board released a statement saying that they had to officially come up with their uh, minimum amount of money to cover their security. A demand demand. from the board of directors. It was was a demand, yeah, to to pay uh, debts. So they defaulted. They cannot pay those debts. And (laughs) as opposed to Lehman Brothers' situation, the... Stock market barely sneezed. Uh, sneezed? The only th- barely blinked at it. I know. What the happened only thing I can here? think of is that China also announced, like, I think it was a two point something, 200 billion stimulus kind of into the infrastructure or something like that nah, of the country. But I, I can't, I can't believe that. Like, yes, uh, 100%. I understand what you're saying. I read the headline, I read the article. I'm glad, like, China's putting money into this. Odd, odd trying to let it get this far before putting $2 trillion into it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like at $2 trillion, you know, that kind of, like, level, you kind of, you know, jump in before the fire gets out of control, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my, my question is, like, we are in such a paper hands market right now. Right. Where the first death from Omicron, I mean, you know, God bless his or her soul, right? Like, that's, you know, anytime someone's taken from this plane is awful mm-hmm. right especially over something so stupid but yeah. like pneumonia kills people on on a yearly basis right uh mm-hmm. it doesn't tank the market um california was gripped by polio m f in polio uh like 2019 or 2018 you know it didn't it didn't cause spy to drop 11 dollars in a single day mm-hmm. right right so yeah. this market that literally is looking for any excuse to sell right uh and buy but right now we're talking about and looking for any excuse to sell i cannot believe it barely blinked at this default it doesn't make any sense i know and like it, it i don't know i thought at least that was my impression that it should like it. it it should affect the american economy quite a bit it, it, it should well it, it i should mean maybe it's one of those situations external. like if you remember when it was first blowing up with covid it didn't hit right away like i remember looking at the markets and my mom even asked me, like, should I sell my stocks? And I was like, I mean, it's down a little bit now, but it doesn't look like the market's really reacting to it. Maybe they don't care that, like, it's just a China thing. But then it blew up into an international thing. And so right now, today, it's are we still a about, China thing. Are you talking about, <laughs> like, when COVID was first announced in January? Or are you talking about from, like, December 9th or December 4th to, like, December 21st uh, or 22nd? It would have been over or Chinese March, New March. Year when it was first coming, like, actually spreading Ooh, more I'm, significantly. I'm so but it what wasn't is, in, like, is the Chinese national... New Year It would have been January? in January. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Because that's when you first started hearing about COVID. Yeah. And yeah. so people were, like, it was national news at that... Or international news at that point, but not, like, no one was, like, really shutting down. It was basically just, like, China... And then, and so I was like, I thought it was a big deal because, you know, if China's shutting down, so is all the supply chain, which is, you know, 
you can think about that, but then the market didn't react to it for like a few weeks. Yeah. So it could be one of those situations where uh, I don't, yeah, it wasn't, Evergrande yeah, it wasn't until the U.S. We talked about this last yeah. episode how how the U.S. sneezes and the rest of the world catches a cold, right? Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't until Congress, uh, you know, prior to that, you know, a bunch of shady congressmen and women uh, placing shady trades in the market, right? Which, you know, they've got uh, a whole congressional committee towards the January 6th, but where what happened to the congressional, uh, congressional committee about all the insider trading before the COVID announcement? Anyway, not yeah. important. Yeah. I mean, super important, but not relevant to this. Uh, yeah, it wasn't until Congress started making a big deal about it and, and talking on, on a daily basis, and then we started shutting down in March that we saw the real effects yeah. hit in the market. Yeah, so it could still be a sh- slow burn type of situation that we're seeing. Yeah, or, all we need, uh, all we need now that... is Jay Powell to say something about yeah. Evergrande. China is going to support the situation and control the collapse. That's also possible. And maybe Could that's be. part of it, you know, like yeah. slow it down not, enough where it's, it's not, not real until it's real. Yeah. Yeah. Or, so. yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe if the U.S. government bailed out the banks on day two of the financial crisis in 2008, we wouldn't have had such a dramatic pullback. Who knows? Hmm. Right. Definitely, definitely <clears throat> will be an interesting thing. I will ask my kid to tell me about when he says finance in college. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of bailing out the banks, how do you bail out the government? <laughs> well, you can't. Well, but they you... can just keep printing money. Exactly. So Make their that's own exactly bailouts. what they did this week uh, with a $2.5 trillion debt increase. Mm-hmm. That's what we're talking about China still. No, uh, the U.S. government had their debt increased. Oh, oh, with the debt ceiling. Yes, yes. Okay. Yes, raise the roof to that. Literally. And uh, so they can just keep printing money. I mean, pretty much until they default, which would be Let me ask you this. Why, if if we're talking about the money printer, I've always wondered, you know, we've heard about this, the the Fed tapering, right? And and how they've been putting, what, 30, 60, 120, 120 billion dollars into the bond market uh, every month? over the last 18 or 20 months Mm -hmm. yeah why not put that into the stock market like if they put that just into like the s&p 500 one the s&p 500 would be fucking insane but two (laughs) the returns on the united states taxpayer money investment would also be insane and they would owe that like money maybe, to the government. Uh. But like maybe that's maybe that's how we we pay a you know like if I'm in debt you know I'll buy a, a fifty dollar call turn it into a two hundred dollar call uh, and sell it for a three hundred percent increase. Why isn't the government doing that? Why are we buying bonds? That's a weird transfer of capital. Like the the government wins twice. Whenever they sell their shares, the market's gonna drop and. Like everyone who's like realized gains and paid to the government, I don't know. They're the the winners, I guess. I don't know. People who are left well, like, if sucks. if I was president and I said, "Hey, I'm going to take every tax dollar that you guys give me this year, yeah, and we're going to reinvest it into the market," the market would go insane. They're going to buy all of Palantir. All of Palantir. I'm not looking to buy a company. The government can just buy a company. <laughs> I'm looking to invest in the market as the U.S. president. No, just right? just Palantir. And then a year later. That's the only thing we're gonna- I take that money out of the market, right, through dark pools, Are so it doesn't affect the stock price. Are there any publicly traded government organizations? No, I would imagine. I would imagine not. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think they're allowed that, to. Yeah. yeah you just, probably you, some you just buy enough uh, votes via shares. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Corrupting the government body. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
that makes sense. That was my thing. Like, I, I was really confused, like, why DWAC wasn't $200 with Russia or China buying every share possible. But there's companies out there that have government contracts. Yes. No, that's very different than being government. Owned, yes. Though. That's true. a customer true. versus true. True. An true. Entity. true. True. Yeah. Yeah. I'll buy a TV from Best Buy, but I am not Best Buy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Probably it's too much like socialism. Uh, and you know, when the that's, government you know, starts owning businesses. We heard that argument from uh, Coinbase um, with uh, their congressional testimony when Congress was asking about Facebook and Libra and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, right? So, like, one of the things, maybe it was Coinbase, maybe it was, like, another company. But one, one of the things, like, Congress was asking was, like, you know, what happens if Facebook... Uh, aka Instagram, aka WhatsApp, right? Yeah. Uh, what if you're able? What if three billion people are able to send money without transactional fees, right? Yeah. And the the first thing I heard, like listening to all these like congressional people like be negative about this, it just makes me think they're evil. Like evil is not the right word, but like how can you be opposed to free Cause, like transactions? Because they're not making money on it anymore exactly and i hate it and it's like how can you be so blatantly obviously like corrupt about this like i have to pay my hoa right i hate my hoa it's so dumb i have to pay 200 dollars a quarter or this imaginary body of government can take my effing house away like get the f out of here currency kind of exists to be able to control their city like for governments to be able to control their citizens in a way they can manage the amount of money that's in the system through their given things it works kind of similarly in canada and the united states anyways you have like a yeah but that's what taxation is for not transaction fees True, yeah, I know. But with transaction fees, it can be tracked and eventually taxed. Whereas that's what I think they want to get out of it is like, how can we make sure that people are being taxed in oh, the right oh, ways yeah. whenever they're selling like, shit or whatever? This this ridiculous thing that Democrats want to do where the IRS gets uh, access to any accounts that make a transaction over $600 in a year, like, get out of here. Like, that's a complete. Yeah invasion of public privacy yeah and like i see both sides of the argument one if you got nothing to hide then you got nothing to hide uh but as someone who you know most likely has someone something to hide and doesn't know it mm-hmm. right uh i want to say you know get the fuck out of here yelling well also i think it's a ridiculous regulatory like requirement like yeah because it went from ten thousand to track 600 like you guys are just making up numbers now well i mean you have to track every transaction so basically everybody who uses crypto transactions they have to have God, a record that of. sounds so expensive that sounds like a huge burden on taxpayers like right what what my big thing is is like i i stake cryptocurrency and because i've staked the same cryptocurrency many different times now i get like 10 different payments a day so i'm essentially collecting dividends 10 times a day every single day like that's going to be a bitch to get through if you want to learn more that's going to take someone so long like that's I don't know, 3,600 transactions just in dividends on one thing that I own. And I don't know how they do it in Canada, but here in the United States, the IRX, the IRS actually does your taxes before you do them, uh, which they is how they to. know if yeah, yeah, you yeah. owe them money or if you overpaid them. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's only because of lobbyists and like H&R Block. Uh, uh, fuck H&R Block. They got right? taken that, out of the that, S&P 500. Good riddance. 
Goodbye. Good riddance to a shitty company yeah. with excellent lobbyists. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, fuck every congressman who voted for, for all that bullshit. Yeah. But anyway, uh, they did, they did vote for raising the ceiling. So that's, that's all I can care about. That, that seemed like a true glitch in the matrix because they actually got something done. Talk about a glitch. Uh, I don't know if you noticed, but today on the 14th, there was a glitch in uh, crypto markets where some people were showing that they were now a trillionaire. Uh, Bitcoin went to like $800 billion a coin or something like that on some uh, exchanges. When, where, how, and could I sell this? I don't think, I don't think anything went through. There would need to be someone looking to buy it at $8 billion. Yeah. So I can't have, can't have a seller without a buyer. It was undetermined as to whether or not it was like a hack thing or just a editing thing. Like a visual just glitch. A, uh, just a software error. Yeah. Or it could have even been just like super low volume on that particular exchange to where there were no buyers and sellers. Ooh, so Very possibly. Yeah. The, yeah, uh, the next the bid was $800 billion. <laughs> um, next I read a very interesting article this weekend, uh, this last weekend, uh, that talked about how something more than 80% of Bitcoin holders have never sold their Bitcoin. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. So that's more than 80% HODL rate. Uh, oh. And then you look at the, volatil- the volatility of it. And then you're like, what is, who is doing this? It's just the a couple people. of people. Yeah, yeah. It's just a couple of institutions. I don't know. There's a lot of people I know that are just steadily buying into it and they're not like selling or trading. They just Right, yeah, that's buy part of the eighty percent. Yeah. But you can't you know, if everyone you know is buying and everyone I know is buying and no one's selling, then the price should just be going up, not from sixty nine down to forty three. Paper handed right? bitches so, be selling. Paper handed bitches, aka institutions, which That's my next rap at trap. Uh, we, I don't know if we're going to do like a special podcast episode. Tweet at us at Roots Research underscore if you want to hear a major rants research uh, Roots Report episode where I just complain about how dumb Wall Street is. That's every episode. Major. I mean, I know it's every episode. It's every fucking day uh, if you're joining the Discord. Like, it just it blows my mind like how short-sighted they are. Like, you guys... Spy long and get out of the house. <laughs> we saw a huge sell-off in the market today. Yeah, and it's like why? Because of the federal meeting, sure. right? And and J Powell and the the FOMOC minutes. Like, bro, it's been on the calendar. And J Powell, like a week and a half ago, testified in front of Congress and said, like removed the word transitory from like the Fed's definition, like dictionary. Like, how is this not priced in? Are you guys dumb? Yeah. What is happening here? They're probably just too high. Uh, I mean, I'll tell you. Uh, there are no drug tests when they're you only, apply for a job on Wall Street. So they're only not thinking incorrect. about the ten minute chart. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you just you know you, you see spy like we saw today. You see spy at four sixty, and you buy, uh, and then it goes up three dollars, and you, you sell. Mm-hmm. It's not about the fundamentals or the value of it, right? It's about what do you think you can get away with in the day? What do you think you can get people to buy? What do you think you can get people to sell? And the best way that you can make money off of it. Yeah, fair. Like, you understand the bonuses we're talking about here at the end of the year? Absolutely insane. Like, if you're, if your portfolio, right, if you're an asset manager and you only need to get a couple, like two or three more million dollars for your next bonus, right? And we're talking about two fifty, three hundred, five hundred thousand dollars for your next bonus level, mm-hmm. then you're going to do what it takes. 
And it doesn't take much. It doesn't take more than like, you know, 10 or $15 million to manipulate a stock into getting that bonus for you. Hmm. Right. If only we had 10 or $15 million to manipulate Gosh. the market. Or a crystal ball. I'll take I'll, I'll take the crystal ball. But what happens yeah, if you're if wrong? Yeah, if I could see it in the future. If I'm wrong, you'll have a, a stop loss because I listened to my buddy Tim uh, from the Roots Report. Right on. <laughs> and have a right long, long time like, frame. <laughs> in a long time frame. Yeah, so I never have a loss because stocks only go up in the long term. Exactly. Right. Oh, uh, yeah. Omicron's coming gone by 2024, right? That's a leaps joke. <laughs> I hope so. Goddamn. What? I guarantee I don't get it. it. We'll be... Oh, because... Wyckoff's going to be gone by 2024? Or... No, yeah, just, just Omicron. Omicron. We'll be on, we'll be on a different variant uh, by 2024. Yeah. <laughs> that was a funny joke, Major. It was, was the best. That was a really best. good one. <laughs> you, know, I, you know, as long as the fucking air doesn't add fucking crickets... To, to my jokes, I feel like it's an increase over the previous. He's gonna add crickets after every time you stop Jeez, talking. I hope not. <laughs> now, talking about referencing the last episode, you guys want to go through some um, predictions and a new round of rip it or dip it, swell or sell. Uh, this week is buy to fly or shun because done. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> too wordy, yeah. Major. <laughs> no, it's not, it's not too, <laughs> too wordy. Too many words. It's, no, it's the perfect amount of words because it's very important for the, the stock can we, can we This week down? it's called Invest for the Future for Your Children or <laughs> Sell All Your Positions because you have to buy rent money. Uh, th- this week's episode is called uh, Invest for the Future or Depart for manure. Oh my god, Excellent. you guys killed me. Excellent. It's, it's getting better, Major. It's, no, it's not. It's all shit. I think I can already hear the Get it, crickets. Manure. Yeah, I, I want to talk about I want to talk about winners real fast. Um last week we were talking about gold and palladium, which we will give uh, or in platinum. And we'll we'll give a, a recap on that. But I had mentioned how I was an avid Rocket League player stuck in gold, but I like to tell everyone that um through all the grind I've made the platinum. So watch out, you platinum sons of bitches. <laughs> Insert the cheering. Um, there's a sound clip called "This is uh, called This is Rocket League." If you could throw that in, like "This is Rocket League," like it's it's iconic. It's it'll be my my theme. My, it'll be my ringtone after the Howard Dean scream gets annoying in another nice. maybe nice. four years. I don't know. It still brings a lot of joy to my heart every time I get a text message. And I, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But um, so the reason we were talking about Rocket League uh, and gold and platinum was because. Patrick, I believe, pointed out uh, a disparity in price with platinum and gold. However, we got or palladium, right? However, we we we've had some corrections in the market in the last week or so. Tim said gold would rip up, and he was correct. Gold went up in a whopping point thirteen percent. So, woo! Uh, Finn, if you want to add more more applause, <laughs> more, more more applause for Tim. Uh, however, palladium's down a whole twelve percent. Right now, so palladium is down twelve percent from last in the, week. The last week since the since the last time we did this podcast. Wow, dang! Yeah, wow. so nice. easy, easy arbitrage. Great yeah. call out, Patrick. Uh, fantastic job for any listener. Yay! Uh, <laughs> yeah, all our metalheads out there. All of our metalheads yep. out there. All the metal right? Uh, fade to black, more like fade to red. More, 
More more rim shots, editor, please. <laughs> more, more cowbell. That's a anyway. all air, but no net. All air, no net. Sounds, sounds more like our next pick, AMD, which is down 6.5%. Now, Patrick and Tim, you guys both said run. Well, I haven't right. seen it right. and I'm still holding I, yeah, yeah, I didn't know the time frame on this. <laughs> There's I think no time in the long frame. Run. We're doing a recap. Yeah, no, okay, no, no. no. Okay, We're not. Okay. All right. Any listener out there who is swinging a coal stock from a podcast over a week period, you've got a terrible investing strategy. Please hit up our <laughs> Discord. We'll talk about some new ones for you. Right? So, no, no. I'm not razzing you guys. I'm just okay. giving an update on AMR. Uh, so, AMD, um, do you guys think it's done? Or do you guys think it's still able to run? Do you guys think I you think should double down? Or should you start to frown? AMD the- at 135. These is it buy to fly <laughs> or is it shun because it's done? Well, I'll tell you what. I think it's about to swell because uh, the with, the FOMC, go, go <laughs> with the FOMC meeting being wrapped up and uh, the oh. debt ceiling coming up, I think tech stocks, you know, uh, they're going to do well. Set to rebound a bit. Oh, sure. <laughs> If the market has shown us over the last 12 months, or I guess 11 months, they didn't have anything in November, right? Uh, the market hates the Fed, whatever they say during the Fed minutes, but it rebounds quickly. We're going to have to do a special memorial episode for Major's portfolio. Uh, more we like a to... memoriam. <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> it's already dead. For it's uh, with the uh, song in the arms of an angel. An angel. <laughs> Stop it! You, you you only mention the song so you know it makes me cry every time. <laughs> Guys, those this this tearjerker. Those eyes and those cats are so sad. It's like they're all retail <laughs> traders. Like cats. I just I know they all own Palantir and they're all just down thirty percent over the year. Is it cats in Florida? It was always dogs where I was at. Uh, it's alligators in Florida, let's be oh, honest. Yeah. This is a national wide <laughs> arms uh, of an angel. <laughs> in the arms of if an you're alligator. cold, they're cold. Bring them inside. Uh, crocodile <laughs> tears. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's cold out. Come here, Mr. Alligator. Is it cold? Maybe you should buy the some fuck? coal because that would help our next pick, AMR, right? Which is down a whopping 2% this I see week. What you did there. No, thank you. Thank you. Uh, our editor gave us some notes to work on our transitions. So, uh, there we go. fuck you. I hope you like them. <laughs> um, we all said run on this. And uh, same disclosure as last time. If you're trading or, yeah, if you're trading well, in good a coal stock. Um, come over a week Discord, period, right? Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna say double down. I yep. love me some EV, right? I love being green, but we are a long, long way away from being coal independent. What, what do you about? What about you two? Uh, is it um buy to fly or shun because it's done? Uh, yeah, I think it'll still be pretty good. I'd have to look at. I mean, how much is it up on the year with uh, the new like Green Deal type of situation going on with Biden? How much is there anything set aside for like non uh, renewable energies? Government um, funding? I'm going to probably say no. I haven't heard that like officially, but I'm going to imagine probably not. Um, however, I do. I do think there is going to be some demand for it still because but that doesn't necessarily mean AMR is going to go. Up. Weird. I'm, I'm, exactly. getting, I'm getting some technical feedback on this side i asked you guys who is buy to fly or shunka's done i'm getting a bunch of feedback 
coming from your end. Okay, that was good. Uh, yeah. Is it is it buy to fly or is it shun because it's done? Buy uh, to fly. I'm gonna say buy to fly. Buy to fly. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Now, if we're talking about being feisty, uh, that'd be a perfect transition to our next um, recap. AMC, which is down more than 20% on the week. Tim said it was done. Patrick said it was done. I said Ape Army Rally, and I was wrong. Um, Ouch. What do you guys think? You guys think we're going back to 10 or back to 30? Those diamond uh, hands are being tested. That's yeah. For sure. I would say after a twenty percent dip over the past like week, probably a bit of a relief coming. If up. you own more than the minimum amount of shares that you need to be able to get free popcorn every time you go to the movies, you're not buying AMC properly. How I many? How many shares is that? Hundred. I thought it was no, like that, ten. I think it's just it's ten. 10. Yeah, hundreds for Ford. Uh, which hundreds for Ford getting it. If you don't know what we're talking about, join the Discord. Oh, oh, or, oh. or Tim can spoil it here. No, just <laughs> Yeah, you can join the Discord, and we'll tell you more about it. We'll send you a link to the article we're referring to. Uh, but you can buy 100 shares of Fort. So here is... The, Somebody here, might be saving up for a Mustang. Here is the the, the, the ultimate the ultimate play on this. You buy 100 shares of Ford. Uh, a couple years down the, lo- down, down the line, down, down the road, you go and you show them your 100 shares of Ford. They give you the friends and family discount. <clears throat> Six right? months down the road, not even a couple years. Well, I'm talking about appreciation and value. And yeah, Ford's going to take some time. Sure. But what you do is you take your shares in Ford and you show that to American Express and the car dealership and you leverage that into being able to put the entire purchase of your vehicle onto your American Express card. That way you get the the rewards points, whether it's cash back or the airlines, you get the 1%, 3%, the 5%, whatever. Yeah. Uh, it depends on how savvy you are with your credit card, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Bam. Now you sell your Ford shares, which have uh, increased in value over the years, Hopefully. paying off Hopefully. your credit yeah. card. Yep. Sure. Boom. And then you've got a free Boom. car from Ford. Life X. Yeah. You just yeah. have to hope it appreciates over a couple years before you do the purchase. I mean, we but say yeah. that, but like as an analyst who made fun of Ford at six dollars, uh, and it's now trading at twenty, um, yeah, I say uh, watch out. Um, the EV game is owned by Tesla right now, but I'm only aware of one auto manufacturer who can produce fifteen thousand trucks in a single day without uh, a human hand, hmm. and that'd be Ford. It's pretty That's sweet. Pretty cool. I did like their uh, supercharger cable. Yeah, but, yeah. it's not even yeah, it's not available for pre-order well, it's anymore. Be, gonna, yeah. It's it's already gone. Boom. It's under twenty bucks gone. right now too, which ain't bad. Ford, fly or buy. We're talking about Rivian, who's gotten motor truck trend of the year, motor trend truck of the year, twenty twenty two. But Ford, don't sleep on Ford. I'm gonna say fly on Ford. Yeah, I would I would fly Ford. Major's gonna fly on that too. What about Tesla? Tesla? Do you, do you buy the flyer or do you shine because uh, it's done? No, yeah, shining because it's done. Yeah, I think uh, when it surged up past one thousand, I even told my girlfriend, you know, yeah, look at it again when it's like eight hundred around. Oh, see, I was gonna say, uh, yeah, you started buying under eight, seven eight, and eight, you loaded the boat on, uh, under six. Everyone shuns. I don't think Tesla is not capable of getting to 3,000, but I think it's going to 600 first. Mm, I think it tops about or bottoms out around 850. Gotta have your So right. we'll see. Fine. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll love Patrick. 
and I respect his opinion enough um, and his analysis. Um, you start a position at 850 and you start filling out the position under 700. This is not financial advice. Oh, no, no, no. no. You, you carry listen your own to risk. what my dumbass <laughs> is saying, you're going to lose money. But if you're paper trading, I don't know. It, it could make you a nice screenshot or two, which I guess you could sell into an NFT one day. Interesting. Yeah. Now, moving on to our next AM category or AM stock. Let's talk about AMZN. That's right. We're talking about Amazon. Still bullish. You guys want to buy the fly or something because it's done? Buying it. You're buying Amazon? Yeah. Are you buying Amazon for their e-commerce or for AWS? I'm just curious. AWS. I still think it's got, I mean, it's got a stranglehold on their e-commerce section. I think they pivot and their management team's really good. Um and I mean, AWS to me is just like the cherry on the top. All right, Tim, do you have something to say? Yeah, we're going to cue the outro. There we go. Thank you for listening to The Roots Report by Roots Research, LLC. Everything discussed in this podcast should be considered to be disinterested commentary between hosts. This is not financial advice, as we are not financial advisors. Please be sure to share, follow us on Twitter, Spotify, and join our Discord. Links are in the description below. This has been the Roots Report, and stay rooted.